And welcome to a new Energy Crew podcast. I'm your host, JP Warren. I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. And before we begin, I have to say that this podcast is brought to you by Ucrew. I am now a certified coach, so I am pumped to be promoting this. That Ucrew, we are focused on the power of you and reducing and reframing your self-limiting beliefs, either with the ISTIM journey, where we take your imposter syndrome and turn it into a strength, something I can attest to, or or Elevate Coaching, where we help you get unstuck in your current situation by shifting your mindset, uh, focusing on goals and evidence-based achievements uh, so we can elevate your personal and professional circumstances. So check out uh, U-Crew uh, for that. So um, again, this is um, this one, uh, the, this podcast today, we're going to be talking about kind of um, how to change your algorithm, how to, how to transform your environment for personal growth. And I think this is kind of, uh, this this is a subject that I think is, is one of the uh, the some it's low hanging fruit, but it has potential to have some of the probably the biggest impact I think to people out there listening right now. And again, um, what does changing your algorithm mean? I guess to kind of back up, it's, let's talk about this. I mean, I'm sure people out there may experience this or kind of feel what I've felt before previously. How you, sometimes you just feel like you get stuck. You get stuck in your surroundings. You get stuck on this constant loop of whether it's your uh, the people you surround yourself with uh your kind of your echo chamber um whether it's what the the, the, the products that, 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 that you consume um or whether it's the constant scrolling of the same doomsday scrolling that we find on social media um the same habits we get into uh after a long day you come home and you you have a, a glass of bourbon or you crack a beer open um or it's going to the bar after to meet your colleagues so what it so we often get surrounded or we get in this routine of being um, in this in this re- repetitive cycle that doesn't serve us serve us that doesn't uh, feed feed into us that doesn't uh, elevate us elevate our current situation and so how do we how do we uh, allow more stuff that's impactful and good for us into our lives and reduce the stuff that we don't need, that's not impactful, that doesn't serve us. So let's kind of get into that a little bit today. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, Again, changing your algorithm. For those that have heard this before, algorithm is, that's kind of what people talk about, like on, like on Instagram, like, Hey, you got to change your algorithm. You got, you got to change the stuff that's popping up that the, that the, they, I guess the best way to describe changing your algorithm is like when people talk about it, it's like, the stuff that comes up on your social media scrolling, whether it's you know Instagram or something like that, is stuff that you've been interested in. So um, a lot of people, they'll get sucked into this political stuff. And I know it's a, 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 an election year. So what happens is it often tries it, – it's an emotional response. That's how they get you. That's how the big media gets you. They want to get an emotional response. So oftentimes you'll be staring at uh, something on your phone for longer than four or five seconds. And it registers or three seconds, however long it is, this person gets – triggered by this type of media let's put another thing let's put another this style of media in their algorithm let's keep this going let's keep them let's keep them plugged into this type of content because that's what's keeping them on our platform so again changing our algorithm is changing what you're allowing in your field of vision what you're allowing in your ear to kind of shape your day and kind of shape your mindset all right um all right so in, when we're talking about changing your algorithm, it really kind of breaks down to five uh, five different sections or five different areas of your life uh, that you can look into. Number one is your environment. Uh, number two is the people you surround yourself with. Number three is the conversations that you're constantly having. Uh, number four is habits. 
and this lowest uh, hanging fruit, but probably has the most impact is your social media. So let's get into the, the, the power of kind of changing your environment. Um, I mean, this is kind of something that I can feel like. Um, you got to sip on that exec crew mode coffee. So changing your environment. All right. So uh, I'm sure people out there can, can relate to this. Whenever you walk into, whether it's a room, whether it's um, a, uh, your room, whether it's your office or whether it's your car or something, it's, it's, if it's not put together in a way uh, or it's messy or it's kind of disheveled, papers are everywhere, stuff like, it le- it, uh, it's, you're already walking in that room feeling that stress. You're already walking in the room feeling that stress. So what piece of your environment, what small change can you do to your environment to help you out today, to kind of help clarify you, not only give you a feeling of uh, productivity, um, whether that's organizing papers or whether that's kind of going through doing a, a spring or a winter cleaning, clearing right now because it's December, but is that kind of going through and kind of reorganizing your, your, your stuff? The, the, the benefits of going through and being productive and having a clean uh, working space or a, a room or, or a closet or a car, whatever your personal environment is, if it's causing you stressors, if it's causing you uh, confusion, if it's causing you just kind of like a lot of things are being kind of dumped on you. Now is your time to kind of reevaluate your algorithm. What small things can you do? Can you allocate 35, 35 minutes? Can you allocate an hour of your time to get your environment uh, into a standard the way that you like? Um, what does that look like? Uh, what does that feel like? Um, can you put a little bit of effort, a little bit of time to change your algorithm of the environment. So when you do walk in there, you aren't feeling that stressors. If anything, you're feeling more motivated, more inspired than you are feeling demotivated and kind of frustrated that you're being bogged down by your environment. Um, another part, another thing uh, about, well, I guess that's kind of, yeah, no, this kind of goes in uh, environment also as habits, but also like, so for your environment, um, what are you doing uh, for your environment? Are you, uh, who are you surrounding yourself with? Not just your room, not just your car, but after work, are you going to a dingy dive bar to have a beer or two with, with some work colleagues? Are you um, are you choosing to, to be in an unhealthy environment uh, versus spending that 30 minutes or an hour outside walking or in a gym? What is your environment out for you to kind of where you spend your free time and grow? Uh, if it's not serving you, um, I'm not saying, look, it's kind of like when, whenever we do these like New Year uh, commitments, don't do a sudden help. Okay, seven days a week, I'm not do this. Allow yourself obviously some days to do your 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 habits and all that stuff. However, if you can find a day or two to break away from that and surround yourself with a different environment that positively impacts you, that positively feeds and adds to you, try that out. All right, people. This is this is this again is is one that a lot of people may not realize this because that is again it's a habit it's the people it's your support group that you surround your with, surround yourself with so let me ask you a question if you're having a tough day at work or if you're having a great day at work uh, who are you calling and not only who are you calling what are they saying so um, the, the the reason why I'm asking that question is you have to think about this. Is, is who you're calling, are they picking you up? Or are they holding you back? Are they elevating you? Are they pulling you down? Um, if you have a tough day at work and you call and you start complaining to your friends or your support group about work or your boss is such a jerk, they don't get this, they don't get that. Oh, I do all this, I do that. What are they doing? What kind of feedback are they doing? Is it just an echo chamber where they're saying, yeah, that sucks. Oh, you know, are they adding fuel to your fire to continue to get you pissed off? 
Or are they challenging you? Are they saying, hey, have you thought about approaching your project this way? Is there something you could do differently to avoid this type of reaction from your boss? So whenever you're, so the way to kind of think about this is whenever you are having these uh, uh, type of uh, conversations with your support group in your life, are these people helping you out and elevating you and supporting you and challenging you? Or are they just reaffirming what you already know and kind of feeding fuel to the fire to kind of keep you at your level, to kind of keep you stuck to where you're at? All right. So do they pick you up or do do they um, or they kind of keep you down? All right. So, again, that's that's the importance of having a good support group, good people in your life. Um, I remember I got to a point I was having a a situation in my life, again, a a difficult situation in my life. And I've realized that if I called a certain group of people, I would get off the phone and be more riled up. I would stay upset, stay in that negative piss zone where I couldn't get anything done and I would stay upset. I started thinking about that. Why was I so upset after talking to my friends, after talking to my support group, after talking to this? And I realized that the people I was calling when I was upset, those were the people I was comfortable calling because they would always uh, uh, reaffirm what I was feeling. And that, was, and that wasn't beneficial for anyone. So again, I've, I had to reframe it and say, okay, well, who would I call? And what kind of feedback do I want? Do I want to be pissed off or do I want to be challenged? Do I want to be picked up? So again, I had to look at the people that that was around me. Again, with the people goes to the the next one, the conversations. What conversations are you having? What conversations are you defaulting on and constantly having? Um, So uh, in in our life, we normally have conversations that are kind of – repetitive they're, they're pretty standard how's this how's this how's this uh we, we talk about kind of the same things so whenever you're having a conversation with someone and it's kind of repetitive conversation and you get off the phone do a quick evaluation are you do you feel more charged or you feel more drained from those conversations and what's causing the charging or drainness is it kind of having the same type of uh you know I, I, it's kind of like a political conversation okay politics are it's a very hot subject people get very um uh, heated uh, when it comes to politics. And again, that's something whenever people get done talking, you hang up the phone and you're not, you haven't solved anything, but you're exhausted. You have not gone on a race, but you're gassed, you're winded, you're exhausted. You have to sit on the couch. That's because that conversation, that's because the spirit of that conversation is pulling you down. So maybe it might be a time for you to kind of change what your conversations are. Change the focus of your conversations where it's not just this negative doom and gloom, whether it is you complain about your job, you complain about the, the government, you complain about uh, traffic, whatever it is, try to shift your conversation. Try to, instead of complaining about something, try to shift it. Um, try not to even complain because I think the power of our conversations, the power of our words and the power of how we talk about things directly impacts us all. Actually, we're at the point where our, our house where we are actively Whenever we hear a family member have negative self-talk, we try to change that just because words are extremely powerful and the conversations we have are extremely powerful. So again, try to have strategies when you do start kind of slipping into these conversations that just end up draining you, don't serve you. Try to have strategies to kind of shift it and to kind of have productive conversations that is that is building you up or building both of you up. All right. Habits. Okay. Okay. Habits. What habits are you into? So this is how I kind of look at it. Look, we're human. Okay. We're all human. We all don't have the best habits all the time. And that is okay. All right. It doesn't matter who you think you are. We all are not perfect and that's fine. So when you're looking at habits, you got to, you got to break down in three, 
three different ways. Number one, what are some good habits that you want to start picking up? Is that going for uh, evening walks with your spouse? Is that is that going to the gym three times a week? Is that what are some good habits that you want to start picking up that serve you? Okay, is that reading a book? Is that listening to the number one podcast, Energy Crew, uh, nonstop, constantly? Maybe, probably. All right. So, what are some good habits to pick up? Some new habits. All right. The second thing is, what are some habits that we're currently doing right now that we probably shouldn't be doing? That we probably can reduce? That it's not serving us. Actually, it's probably harming us. Are we having that extra cocktail uh, at night? Are we having? Uh, we we having a you know a, a zin or a cigarette or something like that um, to kind of cool off or something like that. What habits that we're doing right now that we probably could get out of a little bit, honestly, and that could be social media scrolling. Um, what habits are we doing that are kind of taken away that are draining us? I and mean, that might be again that could tie into the ones we just talked about. Is that picking up the phone and calling your best friend Larry to complain about your boss? Probably not. So again, this is these are what and the. So the third habit that we can talk about is, so we talked about what good habits we want to pick up, what habits we want to reduce, what habits that we that we want that we're doing that we're doing that we could do a little bit more of. Um, so again, that's kind of uh, finding those three different things: uh, the habits we want to shed, that we want to include, and the ones we want to put a little more effort into. I know my effort would probably go to go to the gym on a regular basis. I'll do it like two, three times. Like, oh, I'm good. No, I need to make that more of a habit. Um, and I need to reduce other harmful habits. All right. And again, with these habits, consistency is key, but is it key? No, because you need some value added activities. And we talked about another podcast. All right. And this is the easiest one. This is the low hanging fruit. This is the one I wish that a lot of people out there can dive into and listen to. So the last one would be social media algorithm. And this, I remember uh, the whole reason to start, I was scrolling through my social media. Um, and I think it was a, probably a little bit after I started uh, a, a connection crew. And I was scrolling through it and I realized that everything I was looking at was junk. Like I wasn't being, ch- I was just, I was getting frustrated this ent- entire thing. Um, it wasn't really politics. It was, it was some BS I was looking at, but Anyway, I, I remember seeing something. I think it was Gary Vee or something like that. He said, change, you know, change your social media algorithm. And so I immediately stopped following a bunch of people, but I start, this is what I did. I typed in certain things I was interested into. I was interested into Stoic uh, quotes and Stoic kind of uh, b- b- philosophies. I was interested in that, Alan Watts. I was interested in entrepreneurship. I was uh, interested into like mindset. And I, and I kind of typed that in. I started following random stuff. And I liked some random. So literally within the, within a, a time frame of 15 minutes, I was able to have a completely new app of Instagram up because it was feeding me stuff that I was um, digesting, that I was liking, that I was uh, thriving from. I was now reading entrepreneurial quotes. I was now uh, reading about Alan Watts quotes and ways to keep me present um, where I wasn't having so much anxiety about the future. So there was a lot of stuff. There's a lot of those easy things I could do just by typing in some uh, some words to my, uh, uh, whether it's TikTok, whether it's whether it's a link, uh, uh, Instagram or whatever that is, to find stuff that kind of serves me. So again, um, I encourage you, I, I, I urge you to, uh, to once you're off, off um, 
with this podcast to follow some from some new accounts, new accounts that inspire you, new accounts that kind of uh, encourage you, that motivate you. So again, I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. Again, this was all about uh, changing your algorithm. And what is that? That's stopping, that's looking around you, that's looking at your environment, looking at the people, looking at the conversations you're having, the habits you're doing, and the social media that you're scrolling. And I think if you this is such an easy way to add positive uh, changes to your life, and I highly recommend you try it. Again, hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you enjoyed uh, a future uh, future and previous Energy Crew episodes, and I hope you put your energy 